Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Black and Gold broadcast. It's Taylor here. And Swandy. And we're going to get started with our reactions from the game against RSL and looking forward to the next game. Um, but before we start that, I just want to say we went to the Real game and had a great time. It was a ton of fun, 2-0 victory. Uh, we always love going to the games. It's going to happen a couple of times more this year. Um, so we're excited for that. And with the playoff push looming large, we're trying to get a bunch of victories. I'd be happy if we don't lose another game. So Yeah, definitely. And I love being there. We were there with Taylor's family. And I think we said this in the last podcast. Uh, one of the Real Salt Lake players is a family friend. He used to play with Taylor's brother at Stanford. And so it was interesting... Kind of because we're we're all rooting for LAFC, but we were also kind of rooting for Corey a little bit, and I was too until he put hands on Betashore, and then I was done. I was like, I am done rooting for you, Corey. It's LAFC all the way, um, but I'll say hi to you, you know, after the game or whatever. It was pretty funny too because that play happened like one section over from us. So it was like literally right in front of us. I got was... to like watch him push Beta Shore basically. And um, and then I was mad. And then Taylor was like, Taylor was mad. And then I was like, but he got to touch Beta Shore. <laughs> like a total fangirl. Yeah. So all in all, it was good fun, obviously. Um, I thought we played super well. Uh, definitely dominant in possession. The... Having a Twesta in there, I think, really makes up for it. When they have Horta in there, it's not nearly as consistent right now. So I imagine it's going to be win, fail, hover, and a Twesta for the rest of the season unless something happens. I could see them maybe subbing out one game or getting some rotations, but I'd expect those three starters for the rest of the season. Okay. And then what did you think? Because I know... Uh, last week, your potential lineup, you or oh, sorry, not even last week. It was on Tuesday that we did the last podcast. Um, you had Lopez, was it in the goal? And Miller started. Yeah, I think that was because Miller hadn't played the last game, and it was something he was limping after the Houston Open Cup match. That's I think that's what it was. That's the only reason Tyler Miller didn't get the start. He shut out today, proves he deserves that starting spot. He's got it locked down. He's playing really well. He's one of the players, like, ever since he got into a good run of form, it hasn't left. So he's going to be clutch for us the next uh, couple games. Yeah, I was going to say Miller did awesome. Um, so I tried to, like, text Taylor notes during the game while I was watching. I mean, he was right next to me. But I literally, I sent him a text that said, Tyler Miller in goal, duck yeah, because my... Um, my phone <laughs> auto-corrected, and I'm sure you guys know what I meant to say. Because I'm a big fan of Miller. I thought he played a great game. He got a, lo- a lot of love from the 3252. They were chanting his name, so At he probably felt... twice. Yeah, he, he probably felt real good. Um, I thought he played a really solid game. I mean, obviously, Ramirez had a really good game. Um and uh, what I really liked was, like, that second goal, I thought they had a lot of, like, ball control, lots of really good passes. And then I love, like, at the last bit right before Ramirez kicked it, it went through a lot of people's legs to get to him before it got into the goal. And I just thought it was, like, such a, a smooth goal, too. Like, it just flowed so well. And we were, you know, we were on, we were on the 
what was it, 116? Yeah, so we got to see it like close up. And I thought it was like a really well done goal. Yeah, both goals happen to be on the side we were on, which is always super uh, lucky. Um, and yeah, that goal after the the touch that Atuesta took from the given goal between him and Hardy way up in the air, I thought, oh no, like this doesn't seem too bad. The guy had time to close down on him, but he was able to take a good, good control of the ball, a little step over, and then yeah, right through the whole defense. So it was great, and you could tell Ramirez was so happy to score. Like I don't think I'd seen a bigger grin on anyone else's face scoring for LAFC this year. So, and that's hard to do because. When K scored, he'd had the biggest grin. All these guys just like look so happy when they score. Betashore as well. Like, oh my God. But Ramirez, far and away, like he was on his homecoming, finally got to start because um, he's from Southern California. So he did great. And I think he potentially could have the job over Dio. Um, they both, they play a different type of game. Dio's much more. Uh, a guy that's going to hold up the ball and give you the energy and power, whereas Ramirez, that quickness, speed, yeah. and more of a finesse, I feel. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I like both of them so much. Like, they have that... I don't know. They have something in their, like, personality on the field that I really like. It's very electric. Um, I think, I mean, we got uh, Ramirez from... Ramaya, tell me if I'm wrong, Minnesota United. This is Minnesota, yes. And he was, when they played Minnesota United, he was still on the team, right? And yeah. he's the one who scored a few goals against LAFC. And so I think he was a great um, pick. He was like a great pickup. Pickup, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's definitely the last piece we're going to need up front. Like, at this point, we have all the firepower in the world up front. It's just making sure things stay compact on the defense. And if we get, we're pretty much almost going to be guaranteed to get at least two goals all every game going forward. With a stacked front three of like Rossi, Vela, and Ramirez or Dio, there's just goals galore in that. So yeah. I'm really excited. Um, I also thought the midfield was able to pass super well within one another, mm-hmm. which I think was key. I don't know if that's because the competition uh, from Real Salt Lake was a little weaker but it seemed like we really took control and that's how our pat our goals were scored was uh from us being in control of the midfield we won the ball back on both of them i think after it was kind of like a loose ball we got the ball we had a couple good passes and then boom ball in the back of the net so yeah and so what did you think about real salt lake's goalie the first half of the game because it was a different guy the second half um and I had some opinions about the goalie at the beginning, too. So what did you think about him? I think on the two goals that happened, there wasn't much he can do. On the first one, I mean, yeah, maybe you get your hand up and you accidentally tip Ramirez's ball. But at that point, they're closing down so quickly and you know have no idea where he's going to kick it. It's just pure reaction. You're probably never going to stop that. Maybe one time out of ten. And the second goal, he got hung out to drive by his defense. It went through two people's legs before Christian slotted it in the back of the net. So there was nothing he could do on that one. Yeah. I remember, I mean, when we first got there and, you know, the game had just started, I looked at the goalie because he was on our side. And I was just like, oh, yeah, he's just kind of, like, short. And he just, he seemed tired already. And, like, 
I don't know. He looked like he was in pain for a lot of the game, too. He didn't have that presence. Like, when Tyler Miller's in the goal, it looks like Tyler Miller takes up the whole goal. He's got that presence that doesn't seem like he's going to get scored on. Whereas you're right. The... He was, like, stretching, and, like, he just looked like he was hurt or something. It just, it, I, I like, I wasn't surprised when, you know, second half started and there, there was a new goalie. So. Yeah. Um... So that was something. Um, but that was great. The two people I highlighted, I'm going to toot my own horn a little here a little bit. The two people I highlighted both had assists this game, Vela and Atuesta. And I do think going forward, those are going to be key guys for the rest of the, the season. I mean, honestly, any of the midfield three are going to have their score of assists and goals. All of them are interta- interchangeable. Um but it was great to see Vela get another good pass. I want him and Rossi to be on the end of the score sheet in the next game. I think that would be mm-hmm. just the next improvement. Like, they're going really well through their number nine and getting the ball up to him. But if you could add those extra attacks on the wings, it's just another way that LAFC can score. So Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next game is what? Is versus the Colorado Rapids, who are at the bottom of the table, but they just got uh, Kellen Acosta, who's going to be big in the midfield for them. They have been on a run of form lately, and I just did a little bit of research today and noticed something that we might want to keep track of for this game. So for the last five games, the goals for Colorado they're either to tie or win have been in the last 10 minutes of the game and this past month where has LAFC struggled the last 10 minutes of the game yeah so we're gonna need to be on our game for the whole 90 minutes uh if they can do that I could easily see another shutout but there are some players at Colorado that could nip us in the bud so we need to take control of the game early like we did this last game get those goals and make sure we stay tight and compact. Yep. And we're going to be um, getting to see that game live as well. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm actually really enjoying that atmosphere. Um, I only My only experiences in soccer actually were w- watching UCSB soccer when I was in college. I didn't really know a lot about MLS teams or anything like that. And then, you know, I married Taylor and his whole family is a soccer family. And they've played at all different levels of the game. And, you know, I think we mentioned this before. Colin, we're hoping he'll get an MLS spot somewhere. Though I don't know how that's going to go, guys, um, <laughs> if he's not on that LAFC. But we'll see. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I really love the atmosphere of the 32-52. I think we go really hard for our team. And um, I know that there's been a big group always going to those away games. And that's just amazing to see that much camaraderie and spirit and it's just really nice because some of my uh fondest memories of college was going to soccer games so and you can really feel it in that stadium it gets loud everyone's standing when the goals are scored you just like so much energy it's hard not to just be completely enjoying yourself 100 so yeah i think it was a bit of a shock for your mom though she was just like wow do they chant the whole game and <laughs> you know i don't think she'd ever experienced a game like that 
Um, I haven't been to a Stanford home game yet, so I don't know how they are. We've only really been able to see Colin play for Stanford at like UCLA when they play UCLA. Yeah. Um, So, and like there's not usually a large cheering crowd for them there. So I don't know what she's normally used to, but she was totally like, she wasn't, I don't think she was expecting that spirit. This might've been the first MLS game she has ever been to. And I, cause I know we used to go to UCLA games and stuff, but it's a totally different feel because everyone in that stadium, and it's not the biggest stadium in the world, it's actually perfect size. Everyone's super close the field it allows the energy from the stands to transmit to the players and you can feel that they play better at the bank so it's great to see um i think we should take this moment to transition into our potential starting 11 i just want to ask you though Mm -hmm. uh who did you think had if you're going to highlight one person from last game who did you think played well i mean ramirez come on like he scored two goals um besides that honestly i was actually kind of distracted by the fact that you know we had a friend on the field Corey. i was watching him a lot too because you know we were all kind of there to see him as well um and so i was paying a lot of attention to him i was surprised that blessing didn't start i was really excited when he went in um, I know I got distracted a little bit because you distracted me with Nguyen's shoes because I'm almost positive Nguyen has always had orange shoes and please feel free to like, you know, comment let us or know something and let us know. Think. But Taylor's like, oh yeah, he's always had blue shoes. I'm pretty sure he's usually has orange. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, I honestly, I can't say I was really focused in on a player because I was a little bit distracted by Corey. Uh, and paying attention to him, and you know, my in-laws were there, so I was trying to talk to my mother-in-law a little bit. Um, so I can't say I was paying a lot of attention. I was super stoked that Tyler Miller was in goal. Um, it's always good to see Vela out there. I haven't really been feeling Simon too much, so I wasn't, like, feeling any type of way about him being out on the field, actually. Yeah, I agree. I think Danilo Silva played a much better game than Simon, uh, both in defending they both did perfectly adequate. There was nothing wrong with either of them. But Silver was much better on his passing, I thought, throughout the game. Um, so it just seemed like he he's going to take over. He's not going to take the captain badge or anything, but he might take over uh, leading that back line, which would be really crazy. Um, but yeah, and because we won last game, instead of going into improvements, it's good to go over things that we thought went well. Yeah. I know Harvey always really consistent, but never really a scorer, I would say. Like, he's just like a solid player that's there. Um, Horta, I don't know. He's super cute. Like, he's definitely a looker, but I haven't seen anything special from him either, to be honest. Yeah, this is his first time in MLS, so I think he's kind of learning how the league plays. He's also really young. Uh, All these other people have had many more months than him to get used to it and you could tell he's very skilled like when he has the ball like he can make good shots he has the finesse um but i do think getting into the pace of play and knowing what other teams are going to do in this league once he feels that out he's going to be a beast it might just take him till the end of the season hopefully by the time playoffs come everyone will be in sync we've got two months at least before that um he's got plenty of time 
Um, yeah. But yeah, let's go through the starting 11. Well, oh, wait, hold on. I definitely want to like just say I want to see Dio back out there. I like watching him play. Um, I know you're telling me that Ramirez played a strong game and he might be um, be there for the rest of the season, but I would love to see Dio back out there. I like how he plays. So yeah, I think your starting 11 is probably the same as mine, except for that uh, center spot. I think we have Miller and goal. Betashore, Silva, Simon, and Harvey. Uh, for the midfield, Wynn, Failhaber, Atuesta, mm-hmm. Bella and Rossi on the wings. And then it just comes to who we think is going to be the better center forward. Um, I've never seen the Rapids play. This is also the first time we're going to meet this MLS season. First time ever meeting between the two clubs. So I don't know if you'll want that speed or attack. And Dio... I don't know if he's still injured. He's been on questionable for these last two games. So I think I'd rather take the fully fit Ramirez over a questionable Dio at this point. True, true, true. Um, Who are you most excited to see on the field? Well, I'm... So this is a little bit of excitement and also looking for a little bit more because no team's ever perfect. But I really hope Rossi has a big game. I think I said that last game, but this game he was making very good diagonal cuts from the left side, and you could tell he was getting there before the defender, but it was also right in front of the keeper, so he wouldn't have much of a shot. Um, He didn't have enough space, so if he can make that run a couple steps earlier, or if the midfield can see him like a couple seconds earlier, that gives him a ton more space to just collect the ball and get a nice good shot off. With the open net, and I think mm-hmm. that's going to be key. Also, I would love to see a pass to him on the diagonal run and then have a trailer like Ramirez or Vela go right to the penalty spot because if he cuts it back to the penalty spot, the goalkeeper's already committed to him. He has to cut down the near post, and then it's a wide-open goal for whoever's at that spot. So I do think... That's something um, that I'd like to see a little bit more in touch. You could tell it was there, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. They needed to a little bit faster, a little bit more pace on it, a little bit more go, and they're going to have these wide open opportunities. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just, you know, I have to say I don't talk about soccer too much. Last year, my only opportunities were really with my students. I had a lot of boys last year who were big soccer buffs, and they would always be like, Miss, Miss, you know, did you see this? Did you see that? What did you think of this? And, you know, I just got my students this week, first week of teaching down, um, back to school Ooh. with my new eighth graders. Um, and, you know, they, they haven't warmed up to me yet, so they're not, they're not giving me the soccer play-by-plays that I can bring back to Taylor and impress them with because it really, like, I really absorb what he says and I take it back to the kids and I absorb what they say and I take it back to Taylor. My soccer knowledge is not, is not really there. Um, I did not play when I was younger. The closest I got to soccer was water polo, actually, and it wasn't really until college that I even went to a soccer game. All right, um... Yeah, we're about to, we're getting close to the end as well, so you'll have a little bit more to talk to your students about. Uh, really quickly, do you have a prediction for the game coming up? Like score? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even know because we haven't even played these guys before, right? Or just from what you saw at the game last time and how everybody looked, 
How do you think there? How many goals do you think LAFC is gonna score at least? At least I want to see at least two. I think Christian Ramirez is gonna be a big star um, in LAFC. Um, I agree with you. Rossi's really been stepping it up, and I'm I'm seeing him more in the forefront as like someone that I'm paying attention to a little bit more. Harvey is just always consistent. I think that's like the best word for Harvey is like he's always there. He always has a pretty solid game. You don't really see him scoring. I think that would I would say that was in like his weaknesses. Yeah. I think you well, said that too. Well, and as too. a wing back, he's not going to get many opportunities. Uh, opportunities. But if he could get some good crosses in, do some overlaps, he'll have a chance to get on the assist board. Um, I'm going to go for a 2-0. I definitely want to see another shutout. I think that's key, especially if we can string a couple shutouts together. The team will congeal a little bit more. It'll show them how all that effort on the de- defensive end really will pay off. Um, and I'm just looking forward to this next game. Yeah, and I always look forward to watching the Falconer. I love seeing the players come out with the little kids. I think that's a fun part. Pre-game is fun if you ever go to a game. Try and get there a little bit early. Uh-huh. And I think uh, this past game, one of the flag bearers, he had like a full-on, full-face black and gold and yeah, you it was said super that was cool it yeah, was like yeah. very well done i don't know if it was a mask or face paint but it was so intricate it was like a skull and everything yeah you could tell he was super into it, it looked great um i one thing i did see on the fan page though was like there's i guess there's been some kind of beer showers or something going on i'm not going to get into it but i know it's happening um yeah just excited for another game excited to do this again um and I think that's it for this yeah. for this episode. Sounds good. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Hit us with some comments, uh, your feedback, and that's going to be it for us. Let's go black and gold. All righty. Have a good night.